0: That's blue Nile.com.
2: Linda blinked. Welcome to Rocky Flintstone Unleashed. Sir James's New Year's Eve Party, Part 1. It was to be the event of the year, but no one in Steeles was quite sure if it was the present year or the new incoming year. Belinda Blumenthal had spent an afternoon at the office in late October putting together her guest list and was now checking out the venue for possible last-minute problems. It was a cold 30th of December day and she wished she hadn't left her trendy blurberry scarf in her room at the horse and jockey. A harsh easterly wind had settled on England three days earlier, bringing down temperatures to bitter February levels. The uh, central heating in Sir James's mansion, where the party was to be held, was working overtime and it didn't sound healthy. Belinda did her rounds. She hadn't been back to the place since her first few weeks in the job earlier in the summer. Across the windswept lawns, she could see the garden trees surrounding the infamous maze. Further along, she could just make out the small amphitheatre area where she, Bella and Giselle had been a naked part of the auction, raising much-needed money for the Asses and Donkeys' Trust. She shook her head in disbelief. She would never have realised how much commercial success that one innocuous event had brought into the company. The noisy sound of a big man blowing through his arse brought Belinda back to her senses. She sniffed at the gust of putrid air flowing past her extended nostrils and looked around the large room... She slowly shook her head, noting it was presently devoid of all activity, and walked into the hallway. There she saw a pile of white steam coming up from the doorway to the cellars. Bravely, she decided to investigate, and gingerly made her way down the old rickety wooden staircase. At the bottom, she stood still. She couldn't believe it the central heating boiler had literally blown apart. Well, the pipes had. She knew she was no expert, but it was obvious that this was going to be a professional job. Even worse, she knew that most technicians were on holiday. Her best shot would be a local tradesman, but could she find one in time? Belinda returned to the study, where she suspected Sir James would keep a local phone directory. It only took her a few minutes to locate a nearby general plumbing business. She quickly rang the number. The big house was already getting cold, and her nipples had started to harden under her white silken blouse. She wondered idly whether she should have worn a bra that day, and shivered. But worse still, there was no answer to her phone call. Her father, Bobby Blumenthal, had always told her to visit the business address if she wanted a job doing urgently. It made sense and she had no other option. Belinda put on her coat and made her way to her black Aston Martin parked on the driveway. Fifteen minutes later, she pulled up outside a smart-looking industrial development and saw a sign pointing to Smith's plumbing. Belinda knocked on the door and waited. A few cold minutes later, a tallish man opened the door and looked at her questioningly. Can I help you, madam? Belinda blinked. Why, I hope you can, but don't I know you from somewhere? The tallish man scratched his head and studied Belinda carefully. Thimble, he shouted. Safety pin, Belinda responded. They both fell about laughing. It was the weirdest of meetings. Never in all the world of charity did these two protagonists ever think they would meet again, and in the most inauspicious of circumstances. ''The Tombola!'' he laughed. ''The Asses and donkeys Trust!'' replied an equally animated Belinda. ''I had no idea I would ever see you again, but you obviously live and work here.'' ''Why, yes, miss. Are you still a miss?'' ''Sorry, I didn't mean to be presumptuous, but the Duchess did pay for your services.'' ''Relax!'' But hey, I don't even know your name, replied an intrigued Belinda. Jed, I know it sounds Yankee, but my mum, there's another giveaway, was from the States. Anyways, it's a long story. Belinda thought sexily. I have time for you, Jed. Why, you virtually sold me into servitude all those months ago, you virtual hunk. Belinda shivered, and her nipples "'became tauter. "'Hey, miss, come inside. "'You're freezing. "'Belinda, just call me Belinda, not miss. "'Please, not miss.' "'Jed laughed and pulled Belinda inside "'to the warmth of the centrally heated office. "'So, Belinda, what brings you here "'on this cold December day?' "'I'm afraid I'm here to bring you pain and unhappiness,' "'replied Belinda.' "'Well, that's apt. That's all I've been feeling since I sold you to the Duchess. "'I'm so sorry. I should have done the right thing and bought you myself.' "'Jed, we raised much-needed money for the asses. "'It wasn't all bad. Do you want to see mine?' "'Belinda, I'm your slave. A peak of your ass would be just dandy. "'But, hey, a touch of your right nipple would be divine.' Why, you greedy, tallish man, you can have both. It's still Christmas after all. Belinda guilelessly thought, I also need you more than you know, you sexy, half young.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.
2: Belinda slowly unbuttoned her white silk blouse and let her stupendous breasts fall from its protective custody. She then slowly pulled down her black tight woollen skirt and turned her ass to Jed for his approval. She retained her burgundy skimpy thong for modesty's sake and as an investment for the future. God, Belinda, you don't half know how to make a man's day. Jed reached for Belinda's tits and started to suck them, one at a time, but with equal passion. Jed, I'm glad I'm pleasing you, but I'm here to ask you a favour. Anything, Belinda? Anything? Jed gulped as he removed the skirt and pulled the petite burgundy thong from her body. Belinda was now virtually naked. She kicked her heels off and started to caress Jed's black hair. Within minutes she had stripped him bare and he entered her where she sat on his plastic office chair. Belinda groaned deeply and climaxed. She came a second time and a third, but then he was spent. Just like that. Belinda thought. "'Was now the right time to talk to him about repairing Sir James's central heating? "'What the fuck? He'd had his reward. Now it was her turn to fuck him.' "'She watched him closely as he pulled on his clothes, "'keeping her legs apart and maintaining her sexual command of him. "'Now, what's that favour you wanted, my little beauty?' "'Jed asked as he once again assessed her wonderful body.' Belinda passed Jed the red-handled spanner. He tightened the nut and said, ''Right, that's it, my lovely. Let's turn the fucker on and see what happens.'' Jed pulled himself out from under the massive boiler, pushed the green button, stood back and watched the machine start up. Belinda held her breath. It was now 2pm the next afternoon. Guests were starting to arrive at the horse and jockey for the pre-event drinks function. She should have been there overseeing the arrangements, but she just couldn't leave Jed on his own. After all, he needed an assistant to hand him the various tools of his trade. The boiler emitted a contented noise. Jed smiled and said, "'It's fixed. Thank God. I'll bill Sir James after the holidays.' Belinda, you've been amazing. In more ways than one. Thank you. Jed rubbed Belinda's naked left breast, tweaked her nipple one more time and carefully buttoned her blouse up. He slowly slung his tool bag over his shoulder, kissed Belinda on the cheek and walked to his white van. He started up and with a farewell wave drove off into the frosty sunset. A saline, single tear slipped down Belinda's face. It wasn't every day a tallish man changed your life direction, but this one, Jed, had managed to do it twice. Would there be a third, she wondered. Belinda blinked. (laughs) To be continued... So, if you like the style of my podcast, then I'd like to get you the special gift for the Belinda Blinked fan in your life. I will record your message in the same style as my podcast, Rocky Finstone Unleashed. So... Hi, Jamie Morton. Rocky Flintstone here. Just wishing you a very, very happy birthday. Enjoy your day and see you soon. Cheers! You can get this.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
2: A great, unique present from my Etsy store, Rocky's Pavilion, all one word. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Ciao.